104.7's Ryan and Tanya. With Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. Malagana's Edwards Johnson. For proper compensation, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. We're talking about kitchen nightmares, right? Yep. 131060 with the kitchen nightmares. My mum, this came into my head just there. My mum is a really bad cook, and that's why I'm a bad cook, and her mum's a bad cook. And I was just thinking about a meal my mum made for us when we were a kid. Okay, well, kids, I came home and I said, Mum, what's for dinner? And she goes, Hot dogs, but I don't have any buns. So we just just eating frankfurts in our hands. (laughs) Frankfurts for dinner. And now I think it makes sense that I think jelly beans is a legitimate meal because that is what I was grown up. Like, that's how I grew up. Um, 131060, we are talking kitchen nightmares. Now, first of all... We don't do you eat have the any hot? Buns. Do you eat the hot dog with a knife and fork? I don't remember. Or do you just you just grab it in your hand and you just shove it down? I, I, I was a kid. I don't remember. But sometimes she'd go. Uh, I'd say what's for dinner, and she'd go saladas. So I had saladas for dinner a lot as a kid. Saladas. <laughs> She's the worst cook. And this is why I love nuggets so much because nuggets was a staple in my childhood because mum couldn't chuck cook. Chuck it in the oven and yeah, and she'd still burn them. Oh God, that's a terrible. Oh no, terrible. Did you, you, your dad cook at all? No, because my dad was never around. Busy dad. Busy dad. And so your mum was just left... Because usually the better cook will naturally over time just become mm-hmm. the cook of the household. Yeah, it became my sister. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, okay. so she's not bad, but she's like, you know, lean green. So and she was 10 years younger than you, so that would have taken a while <laughs> to... Four years younger. So when you were... Is she? Yeah. My brother's eight years younger. Oh, okay, right. That's the yeah, young one. My brother's the same age. My little brother's the same age as my boyfriend. We are talking kitchen nightmares because State of Origin was last night. A lot of us went round to Kat from the newsroom's house, her uh, her little den. Uh, it's not a, a den. She lives in the Kingston Four Shore. Sure. It is actually a really, really nice place. And a 10 out of 10 tailor that works here goes, guys, I've seen something really cool on BuzzFeed. It's called bacon-wrapped lasagna. I'll bring all the ingredients around and I'll cook it up at Cat's place. So basically... Very confident. A, yeah, you put a layer of bacon on the bottom and then you start doing your lasagna lays and then the bacon that's hanging out the side of the pan, you sort of then fold it over the top. And so hopefully it, it gets like firm and creates like a, a bacon crust. Oh, and in theory. Theory, fantastic execution. I'll give it a minus three out of ten was because it crispy? It, no it was the opposite it was wet it was damp because <laughs> I, yeah, I liked a, a, a crispy bacon and it was just like wet soggy bacon because all the oils sort of it was about two one or two centimeters of oil in the bottom that just was swished around the meat was just floating in the <laughs> thing and the bacon was just sort of moving up and down with the tide Ooh. and it was horrible and and no one ate it no one touched all well, I, I I stuck a fork in it and took a little bit of bacon off the side after I kind of like shook the oil off and wrung it out, um, which was pretty horrendous. And no one ate it. And so everyone was like, there was so much food and everyone ate everything. And except there was just... Everyone's like, oh, the food was so great. I could keep eating. Oh, there's some bacon wraps. (laughs) Oh, actually, no, I'm pretty full. No, I just don't... I feel sorry for Taylor because we were talking about that all day yesterday. It's so psyched. talking up a big game. Um, I was impressed that to cook a meal you've never cooked before at someone else's house is... (laughs) Why don't you just get a lean cuisine, like get the lasagna and then just focus on the bacon? Yeah, well, I did what every response... So I I cooked my meal, which was quite good. Did you? Or did you just pick up wings? Yeah, I picked up wings from the dock and then walked them across the street to Cat's house and and went down a treat. And then someone was like, do you see how much effort you put into this? I was like, well, I don't muck around. And that's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Crystal, kitchen nightmares, what happened? Um, So I've got my grandmother's, like old-school German recipe from her grandmother to try and cook goulash. Oh, goulash. And I was cooking and cooking and I broke my salt shaker the night before and maybe I'm going to sum it down and say a few extra salt rocks went into the uh, sauce. 
few by 20. Yeah, um, just a splash of salt and just a little pinch. Oh, God. Too late, too late. <laughs> too late. Yeah. It's already and a pretty salty dish, right? Yeah, it's pretty salty in, yeah, in itself. So I thought I could cover it up by uh, adding gravy sauce. Yeah, no, that didn't work. And they're diabetic, so they can't have much salt. Oh, and and there was a lot of leftover goulash at the end of the night. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> It's so awkward when yours doesn't get eaten and everyone else is like, Did they? Oh, it's like yeah. obvious. Did they try to eat it out of sympathy, like with Tanya's oregano? Yeah, um, no, they couldn't. Just because of their diabetes, they couldn't eat it. They just couldn't stomach it. Is it oregano? It's oregano. Oregano. Yeah. Why do I keep saying Producer oregano? Manny, it? It's oregano. Why do oregano. I keep saying oregano? <laughs> What's wrong with me? I think it's American. Maybe I'm watching too many American films. I just think you're an idiot. Okay. (laughs) Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. 131060. What if you accidentally thrown out? A dude has thrown out a hard drive with $4.8 million worth of Bitcoin on it. A couple of years ago, he can't find it. It's gone. He can't find it It anywhere. It is. It'd be in landfill somewhere and it's done and dusted. And I I feel for this dude. (laughs) Not that I've thrown out that much. Yeah. But I did throw out. Oh, yeah, about $500, $550 worth of brand clothes. new clothes. Into the salvos bin. What do I keep calling it? Opportunity you, bin? Into the opportunity bin. Why do I keep calling it that? It's an opportunity for you to throw away mad cash. I just, I still remember the feeling. I think oh. I almost cried. I think I did cry. Yeah, that's what I cried I for that. I never buy new clothes. And when I do, it's not from Sports Girl. Like, I'm... <laughs> sports Girl. I'm cotton oning. Right. Is for Sports Girl... Like a bit affluent, is uh, that pricey? Nah, but it like, you know, top 70 bucks. Oh, yeah. Could be. Your address is like 120. Oof. Um, let's go to Casey. What? <laughs> I always get confused when their name is Casey because I live in Casey. And yeah. I always, oh, in uh, Theodore. Uh, Casey, what have you thrown out? I've accidentally thrown out my engagement ring. Oh, my God, oh, girl. How, how did that, how do you accidentally throw that out? So usually I take my rings off and put them somewhere safe, but after I gathered up a bunch of rubbish bags, a few days later I noticed my two wedding bands sitting on the floor and I've looked everywhere and I can't find it, so that's my theory. Oh, and it's just... (laughs) I I mean, how much was your engagement ring, do you reckon? Um, Well, I actually went and re-bought it this week, so it was about 4500 but I got it for 2500 Okay, that's awesome that's, that you got a discount. Yeah, like, that's that, still, still that hurts Thank my God. soul to hear that. What was the exact moment? Was it just sort of a gradual build-up of I'm not sure where it is or there was a specific moment where you went, oh, I've, I've lost as it? As soon as I saw the wedding bands on the floor, my heart dropped. Yeah. Oh. There's no way they would be sitting there by themselves. <laughs> yeah, you feel sick. Yeah. It's the grossest feeling. What did your partner think who has forked out so much cash for the original? Was he shattered as well? You know what? Surprisingly, he was pretty cool with it, but for everyone else, it makes me feel bad when they realise I've lost <laughs> the ones that... <laughs> yeah. yeah it's got so much sentimental value as well. Yeah. That's, I know. That's I the know. one. I'll probably find it now that I've bought it. So. Well, there is always that old crossed. chestnut. Yeah. I hope so. Um, let's go to Luke. What did you throw out? Yeah, so basically, when I was younger, my grandfather gave to me an old set of golf clubs, very, very old, and in it were four golf balls that were very old and a bit tattery, and we thought, oh, let's just, uh, let's just have fun and, and smack these away into the, into the water, yep. you know, just for a bit of fun. Turns out, about seven years later, uh, they put out a thing for people looking for people that have those particular golf balls. Each golf ball was worth $30,000, so I gave away $100,000 in about five minutes of fun. Bang, 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 120 grand. See you oh later. My oh, my God. God. Ryan, I that, feel like oh, you as a money man. Do you that, want to cry oh, I just, that? It just... 
It just or, oh, wait, how, where did, I mean, can you go scuba diving and find these bad boys? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, they were made of paper and feather, so more than likely they would have uh, degraded by Oh, you. my God! That's horrific! How did, poor thing. How did they find out they were worth $30,000? The fact that any golf ball is worth more than a couple of dollars seems real odd to me. Are they some like must, like one-of-a-kind antique sort of thing? Or Yeah, it was because they were such a rare make type of ball that they, they no longer were able to make balls in that particular way. I mean balls are made out of all kinds of things these days, but back then, using paper and feather was such a rare thing that they were like, if anyone's got them, we want them for antique, we want to, you know, put them up in display cases. If anyone's got them, let us know that they're worth now $30,000 for each ball if you've got it. <laughs> I had four of them, and I went, ha let's just smack them into the lake. That is unbelievable. Luke, you couldn't have said balls well, uh, more during that. And the fact that Tanya and I's maturity, when someone comes on our family show and says, I just want someone to handle these, my very rare balls, we just... We lost it. Laughed like uh, school children. Dale. Let's Dale. Dale, what did you throw out? Oh, about eight years ago, I organised a special day out with my mum and I took my little daughter with me and we were shopping around the mall and she threw out my mother's wedding ring. Oh. Um, and lo and behold, like a little while later, did I find out that this diamond in this ring was like a big family heirloom. Oh, like how long had it been in the family for? Uh, so it was like my great great grandmother's oh, diamond. And it was like this two carat massive diamond thing. And then oh. to make matters worse, my mum held it against me for years, saying that, oh, you still have it, you're keeping it from me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 I swear it wasn't me. Oh, and when oh, it's a kid. Oh, God. And it's hard to put a price, unlike the very rare balls we were just talking about previously, it's hard to put a price on when you say like a family heirloom that's been passed down from general. It's not like you can go, oh, that sucks. I'll go buy yeah, another Yeah, we'll go one. another one from La Visa. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah, no, it's gone. Yeah, I've old, to find it. How old was your daughter? Does she know the magnitude of what she did or is she too no, young to kind of understand? I think she was about a year old. Oh, well, how old is she now? Uh, she is... Almost 10. Okay, well, is she old enough to realise that she's ruined the family? <laughs> I've never told her, to be honest. She'd be <laughs> devastated. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Hey, uh, last night we hear that there was uh, a plane, Malaysia Airlines, geez, those guys just can't catch a break, flying from Melbourne to Kuala Lumpur, and a guy stood up out of his seat and was trying to get into the cockpit, and he claimed to have a bomb, and he said he's going to, like, he's mm. yelling things, and he, Imagine. so, so scary. Oh, my God. Gosh, it would be terrifying. Yep. Now, a man who is appeared to be quite a hero in the end is Arif, and he joins us on the phone now. He was on the plane. Um, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. So, first of all, just for people waking up this morning and don't know what's happened, put us in your shoes. What happened on that plane? Probably about half an hour, 35 minutes. We are on air, and um, it was dark, and mm, just get screaming. Uh, air is just help, help, help. And uh, danger, danger, danger. Um, I was about five, six feet away. Oh and a um, couple of guys jumped. I tried to get out. And uh, so we tried the best we could. But almost about six, seven guys were there. So we get him on the floor. And um, seat back. So we had cut him back and put him on the floor, face down. After everything under control and calm down. And uh, pilot having announced uh, we are going back to London mm-hmm. and we turn around 
and land back in Melbourne airport. So, Arif, tell me the moment that you realised that it wasn't just something that had gone wrong or was an accident, but someone actually doing something deliberate. Because I feel like a lot of people would like to think that in a moment like that, they're going to be a hero and they're going to get up and do exactly what you did. But tell us what it was like. Was, was your heart beating fast? Um, were you scared? How did it go? Like, what, what, was, what were you thinking? Absolutely, because I'm a man. When that sort of thing come up, and you got especially ladies are screaming and uh, help, help, help. And uh, I mean, look at the world is crazy these days. Yeah. I mean, little little thing can can happen. Everybody get panic and scared. Obviously, you know, guys on there, what you do, you need to jump it in to help whatever you can. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable um, that they, you say they yeah. handcuffed him and he just sat back in a seat after doing that. It must have been yeah. the weirdest plane uh, ride. Yes, I believe every single person, 300%, we just very lucky, mm. I believe. And uh, it could be worse. Yeah, is it one of those so situations, uh, Arif, that... You know, you think all the, the, the small little problems you have in life, suddenly you go through something like this and you go, oh, geez, just how great is it to be alive? Oh, absolutely. No, no doubt about that. I mean, I'm travelling very sad. My mum is ICU and uh, I'm travelling to go see my mum and I want to be quickly as possible yeah. Yeah. Uh, because she's old, she's weak and uh doctor said uh, no much hope left there. That's why I'm trying to... But again... That's happened, but you got 300 life. I'm grateful. We're safe. All everybody, we're safe. Yeah. Arif, are you afraid to get on a plane again to go back to see your mother, or no? Oh, absolutely. I have to continue on. Yeah. Uh, actually, because um, the sad news is, um, I just uh, spoke to my brother. My mum's passed away just mm. about an hour ago. Oh God. Arif, so, so I have to film. Though, I have to continue on. Yeah. Arif, we're really sorry to hear that news and yeah. what, a, what an amazing person you are to, to put yourself out there in that situation and, and be just a, a massive hero. So yeah. thank you so much for sparing the time and we're really sorry to hear about your mother. And we really appreciate you speaking with us this, with us this morning, mate. Thanks, buddy. No, we're glad. We're delayed, but uh, glad this could be worse. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 131060. Have you ever been in a life or death situation and how did you react? 131060 is the number. Now, we just spoke to Arif who last night was on a flight to go to Kuala Lumpur and then he, these guys stands up and starts attacking the cockpit and he says he's got a bomb and he said, I'm going to take this plane down and he stands up and with a bunch of other passengers and a few of the staff of Malaysia Airlines, they tackled him mm-hmm. to the ground and, you know... It turns out the guy didn't have a bomb. Um, it, it might have just been a... Uh, who, knows who knows what it was. Happened. But he still did it. And if you were in that yeah. plane, on that plane, oh, I just think I would have thrown up. I just would have Yeah. I think terrified. everyone, when you hear those situations, and for me, you kind of go, oh, gee, I hope in that situation that, you know, I'd try and do this or I'd do that mm. or I'd rally the, the, the passengers together and, and, and you'd be that kind of hero. But I just, I deep down, if, I, if I'm being really honest with myself, I just think I'm a bit of a pussy. And if it came down to it, I just don't think I'd do anything. I think I'd just freeze. Yeah. And I'd love to know if anyone's actually been in a situation where it's that fight or flight, um, you know, whether we were talking earlier about, like, when you're in a shark attack or something, you, there's all these rules and you're supposed yeah, to do this. Get them in the eye. Get them in the eye. Or if it's a bear, you lay down. But just the, the sheer As panic that would happen. think of that. Like, I, I don't think the first thing that comes into your head is, oh, what's what is it with sharks again? Oh, in the eye. Yeah, you just no way. run and squeal. And yeah. I, I'd hate to think what I'd be like in a in a 
life or death situation. And, and if anyone... Knock on wood that you're never in that situation. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> God, it could be a good day today. Um, no, don't say that. Don't put it out there. Um, let's go to Sophie. Um, Sophie, what happened to you? Yes, me and my friends, we were both at like Bondi like a couple of years ago. And they actually like threw off a shark on. <laughs> but there wasn't there wasn't a shark, but we thought there was at the time. Yeah. And my friend actually like pushed me back so she could like get out of the water and like push me underwater. Oh my and yeah, God. so she like left me. <laughs> left you high and dry. Um, Sophie, how did obviously you were busy getting pushed back by your friend who obviously wanted to off you, but how did you react? Were you trying to stay calm or were you just running as fast as you could as well? Well, I didn't really know what was happening because I didn't really see the alarm first. Like, oh. she was the one who heard it and, like, she, like, acted first. So that's why I was like, what's happening? And then she, like, started pushing me. And I was like, what? <laughs> So funny. The ocean is terrifying because you can't quite see what's going no. on. And even when you, you t- your foot touches a bit of seaweed or yeah. something. <laughs> oh, that's me at the beach. Yeah. When I go once every never. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ryan. Ryan, um, what happened to your sister? She was in a car park and she was getting uh, carjacked by a couple. Oh, Whoa, my God. A couple. Yeah, and um, so the woman came up to the window and distracted her and, and tried to get a focus on the woman. Yeah. yeah. And the man hopped into the <gasps> passenger seat and tried to uh, carjack her. Yeah. Right. And so my sister realised what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she hopped out the car and pinned the uh, woman to the car. Whoa. So Serious? She pinned down the woman until the uh, cops arrived, but <gasps> the uh, man, he, he ran away. He left his missus. <laughs> and they didn't take her car, obviously. Yeah, no, no. Oh, that is... First of all, your sister's fight... A boss. Fight or flight is a boss, but I just can't believe that that guy just bailed on his... Like, so sure, the, the, the The table's turned. Suddenly, he was in the life or death and he ran for it. And left the, the, the woman. Far out. And were you, like, impressed by your sister or were you concerned? Like, Because our first reaction is, what a legend, but I guess that's pretty horrifying. I reckon it's pretty uh, all right for my sister because my sister's, you know, she's a big girl, so she's, like, bigger than me as well. Yeah. So, you know, she's... Yeah. She can handle it herself, yeah. Yeah, but regardless of size, like, or anything like that, the balls to actually pin someone against a car who's trying to steal a car from you when there's two people there, I mean... Yeah, Tanya, what would you do? I, like, Cry and pee just, myself. Yeah, and just take my wallet, take anything Everything. you want. Have the Here's cu- my yeah. phone. Yeah, well, uh, Ryan, your sister sounds like a trooper, mate. That's unbelievable. Thanks for sharing the story. Cool. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 131060 is our phone number. What have you accidentally thrown out? It really pains me when you tell me about this Bitcoin guy. And let this be a warning to anyone thinking about investing in Bitcoins. And you might have heard this on Hamish and Andy. Hamish and Andy have forgotten their password mm. and just can't get their Bitcoins. This guy had his on a hard drive, yep. which still doesn't really make sense to me. I'm confused by it also. He lost 4.8 mil. Yeah. In Bitcoin. In so Bitcoin. that's what it would be worth now. Obviously, he didn't buy them at that yeah. price. But it's just... weird because I was saying earlier, like, you lose your bank card, you go to the bank and you get another one. But with this, you lose it, like your, your it. password, and you're just like, oh, sorry, champion. It's unbelievable, but I feel for him because to th- because he's thrown it out. The hard mm. drive, he just got rid of it. Where's just that thing? Just staplers the... and stationery, you know? It's just the moment you realise. Oh. Where's that? I think it was on the... <gasps> sinking feeling like I just I'm so sad for him because that that money I mean it changed his life 4.8 mil and he's just thrown it away in Nunnawal Kate uh, Kate what have you thrown out Uh, it wasn't really me it was my family I had so the day I was born my dad got me a teddy bear 
um, from the hospital mm-hmm. that I had from like a few hours old and his name mm-hmm. was Pookie. And I let my little sister borrow it when I was probably about 10 or 11. Yep. And she had a crazy messy room, like you couldn't even walk in there. Yep. And mum and dad told her, if you don't tidy up your room, I'm going to come through with a garbage bag and anything that's on the floor is getting thrown out. And they did. And my teddy bear got thrown out. They took Pookie? They took Pookie. Oh, God. Oh, and, that's and the worst. And, did, and the was worst it your dad that did it? Even re- um, I think it was mum and dad together, but they didn't even realise because mm. there was so much stuff on the floor. They just didn't even realise. And it was, I have a baby now mm. and my dad was like, oh, we can let him play with Pookie. I'm like, yeah, Pookie's been gone for like 10 years. Because oh. you threw it, it out, out, dad. How old are you now? Upset. Oh, 24 now. Girl. So 14 years later, I, I can still feel, hear, feel the yeah, pain yeah, in I your voice. the pain, you poor thing. I have this um, bear that I still sleep with at 31. His name's Tom. His name is Morris and I would be Shattered. Really? Honestly, Tom said to me, if someone took your bear kidnap, like mm-hmm. for ransom, how much would you pay to get him back? How much would you like pay? Like 100K. Hey, Maddie, can you just write that down? There's a, <laughs> a stunt for next week. with that bear. Let's go to Braidwood. Um, Matt, what did you throw out? Uh, with my boss. They threw away $16,500 cash. <laughs> okay. What? 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 How, first of all, this. what do you do that <laughs> means you're going to end up having $16,500 cash on your person? Oh, it was the daily takings from the restaurant to work and she mixed it up with rubbish and threw it out. Mm. Oh, God. And that is horrific. So it just went well, in the she bin. She didn't realise until um, the next day. It just didn't even occur to her. Ooh. Do you reckon someone found it or is it just going to the skip yeah, and gets crushed it? or where does it end up? Because I'm guessing someone at the tip uh, might have... It probably would have gone through the recycling plant, I'd say, but because it was in with the food scraps, it's probably gone to landfill, yeah. Oh, that is unbelievable. And so what was the... It was there one specific moment when you guys had all clicked and realised what had happened and how did that feel? Uh, the, yeah, the next morning <laughs> she was uh, looking a bit off colour. Mm. <laughs> oh. As you would. How do you yeah. apologise for that? Like $16,000? Oh, I didn't throw it out. She did. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. What did like, she say? What did she say? Um, I think she had insurance for it, so I guess she was covered. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, in that I've case, also thrown 10, out heaps of cash. <laughs> I'm throwing it out all the time. Hit 104.7.